Hello and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. We exist to see lives transformed through Jesus and are located in the heart of Surrey, BC, Canada. To find out more, visit us at horizonchurch.ca. We hope this message blesses and inspires you. Good morning, everyone. Hope your day is going relatively okay as we continue to navigate this new season that we're in right now. We're continuing to do whatever we can to respond well in this season that none of us anticipated just a couple of months ago. As we've continued to see this COVID-19 virus sweep the globe, it's been incredibly challenging for every one of you, including how we do and minister, how we do get together, I should say, and how we minister. But uh, we're continuing to figure out ways how to make it work better. Hopefully you've been following us this week on Facebook and on Instagram, as well as keeping up uh, by being a part of our online um, e-bulletin and that kind of thing. So as we send out devotionals each day, as we do whatever we can to try and help you keep encouraged and strengthened in this very, very difficult season. I know it has been that for many of you. Um, you know, as you're, you may or may not be aware, Shanda and I are on uh, self-isolation, not because we're sick or anything like that, but simply because we uh, were visiting in the United States just uh, just a day uh, after they had passed, or right in the middle of when they passed the kind of the request or the request uh, for people to who have been traveling to, to the United States to self-isolate. So we continue to move forward in that. But uh, I wanted just to talk to you this morning about a few things that are on our heart and try and help and encourage and strengthen you in the middle of all this, believing that God is with you and helping you. Um, but it's there's just so much going on, so much information to assimilate. I'm not going to go into how you should wash your hands and use hand sanitizer and social distance and all that. Uh, I think most of us have gotten that yet now. And if you haven't got that, come on, get on board. Uh, time to step out of denial and step into reality. Do your part to put some physical distance between people. Keep that two-meter distance and help people to be well and strong, especially our most vulnerable, our elderly, and those with uh, immune system issues. Uh, well, there's been just so much coming at us that we're, it's been maybe difficult for some of us uh, to keep our hope up and to keep our head up, so, so, so to speak, in the middle of all that's happening. But I want to encourage you with some things this morning uh, and, and talk about a few things to, to, that I think are going to be helpful for you as you navigate this season. And uh, so we're going to go dive right in this morning. And, and I, be, but just before I do, I want to continue to encourage you to maintain social connection in the middle of all the physical distance. Be on the phone, texting people, talking to people, doing the um, video conferencing, whatever it would be, just keep the connection because we're better together. And together we can make it if we'll work together, walk together, um, have each other's back, encourage one another, come alongside one another, however we can do that in this season. But we still need each other. And it's been this incredibly uh, shaking time, and it's not going to be over in a week or two. It's going to go on for a little while, and I want you to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally for that. Prepare yourself for a little bit of an extended season of challenge. Uh, I want you to stand in there, and I want to help you this morning with that. 
Denial is not going to help anybody. Neither is a, a frenzy going to help anybody. But, um, you know, some people want to, when, when they're faced with difficult situations, start to use an F word. And we're not going to use that word this morning, but I want to talk about some other F words that are going to be helpful for you in this season and set up what we want to talk about this morning. The first is facts. And facts are that this is a worldwide uh, global pandemic that is sweeping the globe. And the facts are we need to do some incredible uh, uh, things right now to stop and stem the tide. So that's that. But there are other facts as well. There are facts that in other nations that have experienced incredibly uh, difficult times, as they have done these measures that places like Korea, places like China have seen, uh, excuse me, have, have seen a dramatic reduction and even um, no new infections. So we know it can be done. So that's the facts. The second F word is feelings. And our feelings can sometimes just, we're getting all the feels right now, feelings of anger, feeling of frustration, feeling of hurt, feeling of, of whatever it might be that this that the facts are causing uh, to come in. And, and here's why this is important, why these, because, um, and we'll get to this in a moment, but there's one more F word that is incredibly important that you cannot miss from the equation if you're to stand in faith and stand in to continue to move forward. And I said it there. The next F word is faith. Now, what, what do you mean, Craig? Because if we don't have faith in the middle of this situation, we will only get uh, hopelessness because the facts plus our feelings will only lead to fear. And how many of you know we don't need more fear? We need some hope. And here's what I want to challenge you with this morning. We still need to not uh, bury our heads in the sand and say things aren't happening, but we can stand in with the facts plus faith, and the equation then comes out to, no, not another F word, but an H word called hope. Faith, or the facts, I should say, plus faith can bring hope in the middle of this situation. And how many of us this morning, whether it's for ourselves, whether it's for our workplace, whether it's for our employees, whether it's for our family, could use a little more hope this morning. And I want to encourage you this morning to have hope. Now, we're going to look at one uh, key verse this morning. It's written by the, by the Apostle Paul. Paul was one of the early church fathers. He traveled all over establishing churches. And one time he was in a place called Corinth and he was writing to a church that he could not get to uh, because of distance and persecution and all other things. And so he wrote them a letter, not unlike what I'm doing to you, uh, doing with you this morning. I'm getting to you a message to help you in the middle of the situation. Their situation was persecution, was losing of jobs, was being hunted down. Very, very, uh, they were having to live in among the tombs. It was incredibly difficult. Ours is not like that. We have our own difficulty, though, right now, our own uh, situation that we're facing right now. And so I want to send you a note along with Paul, and I'm going to grab you this uh, this morning, grab this word for you this morning. And I want you to memorize this, to write it down, to put it on your fridge, do something with it, but get it in your heart this morning. And it's this in chapter 15 and verse 13, it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. How many of us could you? a little more joy. How many of us could use a little more peace? May the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope as uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what God can do. That's what the God of all hope can do, can bring joy in your life, can bring peace in your life, can cause it to overflow out of your life. Someone has said that hope is like a match in a dark tunnel. 
And right now we're in a little bit of a dark tunnel and we could use a little bit of a match right now to light the way. They also said, went on to say that it's a moment of light, just enough to reveal the path ahead and ultimately the way out. And that's what hope does. Hope begins to give you just enough to see what's coming in front of you and to keep going. And so this morning, I want you to take on hope. I want you to experience and feel and sense and know the God of all hope and that he would fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. Hope is so important. There was a number of years ago that some researchers performed an experiment. They wanted to see the effect of, of what hope could do on those who were experiencing incredible difficulty. And the, so they took two sets of laboratory rats and they put um, one set into a bucket of water and, and let them swim. And they only lasted about an hour and alas, they died. Uh, it's part of the experiment. Uh, and then they took the other group and put them in a bucket of water. But every so often, they would reach in and pull them out and drop them back in. And what they found is that those rats swam for over 24 hours. Uh, they just kept swimming and kept swimming and kept swimming and kept swimming. And it wasn't because um, they had rest, they were given a rest because they weren't. But it was they, the researchers said it was because they suddenly had hope. And some of you are going to keep swimming because you're going to feel that this morning that the God of all hope is going to fill you with hope. He's going to fill you with love and joy by the power of the Holy Spirit. These animals somehow hoped that they, if they could stay afloat just a little longer, that someone was going to reach down and help them. And that's what hope does. And if that can work for, for little lab rats, how much more when we experience the reality that the God of heaven is reaching down and is coming not just to help you, but is coming to walk with you coming to walk alongside you, coming to empower you. May the God of all hope fill you with joy and hope as you trust in him. Uh, someone has said this, and it was one of the, uh, how does this happen? Craig, how does it happen? Where does this overflowing hope come from? It comes as you trust in him, that we trust in God, and we look to God for what we need. We look to God for our strength. We look to God for our hope. One old prophet said, cursed are those who just trust in mere humans. For what happens is that when we, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord. And some of us trust our achievements. We trust what we've done in the past and think that, but that's not working right now. Some of us trust our abilities, how strong we are, how smart we are, but that's not working right now. Some of us trust what we've accumulated, how much wealth we have, how much, how much money is in our bank account, how good of a job we have right now, but that's not working right now. And that's uh, what's happening in the middle of all this is that what's going on is shaking the foundation of what many of us trust in. But I want to tell you this uh, this day that what is getting exposed doesn't mean that you have to stay there, but that you can experience the God of all hope filling you with joy and peace as you trust in him, even you. Uh, there's a story told of the effect of having no hope, and it's a, a man who lived in a, a, a place called Flagstaff near Maine, and he talked about as it was preparing to be flooded to make a reservoir for uh, for a dam. And in the last six to 12 months before that dam was being gonna be filled as they were doing all the preparations, they discovered that houses stopped being painted, 
potholes stopped being filled, fences were falling down, and just over the course of time, the town got worse and worse and worse simply because they had lost hope. And the man added this by way of explanation, where there is no faith in the future, there is no power in the present. I want you to remember that this morning, though. When you maintain hope in the future, you will have power in the presence. That is what the hope, a hope, uh, a hope in God does. When you maintain hope in the future, you will have power in the present. You need more power in your present. You need more hope in your present. You need more power in your relationships. You need more power in your finances. You need more power in every area of your life right now. And as you trust in him, the God of all hope will fill you with hope or fill you with joy and love as you trust in him and you will overflow with hope. The God of hope fills you with love, fills you with joy, and you overflow with hope. You're going to overflow into your family, into your relationships, into your workplace, uh, whether that's virtual or you're still going in, and wherever you're at, that there will be an overflow in, uh, in and through you. It's a beautiful thing because the world is in desperate need of hope right now. And you could be, if you're a follower of Jesus, there could be a hope that's deeper in you, that's deeper than what's going on around you, and, and will flow out of you. See, the beautiful thing is that this hope is accessible to anybody. The God of all hope. Jesus came to bring and reconcile to you to God so that you could trust in him. Jesus made a way. The Bible talks about how that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Well, we wanted nothing to do with God. He went to the cross for us. And though the wages of sin is death, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus. It's accessible to anyone who will say, for me, God, it's for me. Jesus tells a wonderful parable, and I've used this many, many times. He tells a parable, a story where one man was um, in and came into the temple and, and prayed and said, Oh, God, I thank you that I'm so good, and I thank you that I'm not like that guy over there, the other man in the corner, the wicked man who did all the bad things. Thank you that I'm amazing, that I've got my life figured out. The other man in the other corner would pray something along the lines of, God, be, I, I forgive me, I've, I've done terrible things, I've not, not done right, but God, be merciful to me a sinner. One came in, had it all figured out, never made a mistake in his life, or so he thought. And the other man came in low and said, God, I need you. Where are you today? That's how, if, if we will just live in that space, God be merciful to me, a sinner. We come and we trust God with our life. And then the God of all hope, as we, tr as we trust him, what does he do? He fills us with all joy. He fills us with all peace. And then we overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. But we must begin by trusting him with our life, by saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And, uh, you know, we've all been through seasons of uh, difficulty. We've all been through seasons of loss and not knowing what's going to happen next. But I can tell you from personal experience, and I know many of you can too, that God has come through in so many times. And God has come through so well so many times. He's still good. He's still faithful. He's still working for you. He's still moving on your behalf. And he has not abandoned you. The God of all hope, may he today fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. God is more than enough. He's not forgotten you. He's not abandoned you. He's not having a nap. He, he is working when you feel it. He's working when you don't feel it. He's moving on your behalf. Even this morning, some of you need to say, God, I trust you. I trust you with what's going on. I know I don't know what the future holds. I know that I haven't got it all figured out, but I know that you do, and I trust you this morning. Whatever is causing anxiety in your heart, God, say, God, I release that to you. I trust you with it. I trust you 
you with it. And what's going to happen as you trust him, he's going to fill you with joy and peace. You need more joy in your life. Just ask somebody you're living with. You need to be a little bit more joyful right now. But when you maintain hope in the future, you will have power in the present. We see that again and again throughout the scriptures. And there's three things that I want to point out to you that come when you begin to do that. Number one, it brings you joy and peace. We need it. We've already talked about that. Number two, it gives you strength and courage. Hope gives you strength and courage. One of the psalmists said that uh, those who called on all who believed in God to be strong and let your heart take courage. Can I say that to you this morning? Be strong this morning because the God of all hope is working on your behalf. Take courage. Let your heart be encouraged this morning that God is working on your behalf. He's moving. He's moving. He's moving. He's got you. He, When you feel it or not, he's got you. Number, not, number one, he gives you joy and peace. Number two, he gives you strength and courage. And number three, he gives you confidence. We need confidence today. Everything's being shattered and shaken. We need confidence. This is not a confidence that comes and goes. It's not meant to be uh, trite in any way, because I know many of you are in difficult situations. But I can I tell you this morning, take heart, take courage. God is with you. He's for you. He's, he's, he's just absolutely the, uh, causing joy and peace to come in. It's a supernatural thing. It's, a, it's an ability to keep your head up when, when, when everything's going crazy around you, to be overflowing with hope for the world around you. And we see this. Now, one of the great fathers of the faith, Abraham, says this, so when everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway, deciding not to live on the basis of, what, basis of what he couldn't do, but on the basis of what God said he would do. There's a lot of things that we can't do right now, but we're going to put our trust in a God who said he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Put our trust in a God who said he will walk through every dark valley with us. Put our trust in a God who, who said that he is going to empower us to live. He's made a way for us, not only for eternity, but also for right now. And if you can maintain hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, if you can maintain hope in the future, you will have power in the present. We need it. God's not done. He's not done with you. This, this will pass by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to make it. We're going to make it together. We're going to make it as friends. We're going to make it as family. We're going to make it as we pull together. But it starts with this one fundamental truth. May the God of hope fill you with hope. Or fill, may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. So that, so that what? You may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't work it up. You can't make it happen. It's not the power of positive thinking. It's none of that. Those might be good things. But it's because you realize that God himself is inside of you. He's working for you. He's moving inside of you. He's helping you. He's strengthening you. He's giving you uh, just an ability to keep going on. Don't quit. Don't allow yourself into to slide into ever anxiety. And we're going to help you in lots of different ways over the next week or two weeks or four weeks, how eight weeks, however long this is going to uh, go on. But get into your Bible, get into worship, get into prayer, and just continue to stand strong. And as I've prayed and as I've talked today, uh, Maybe you've never made Jesus the forgiver and leader of your life. Today is your day. Don't wait one more day. Why would you wait one more day 
for more joy and more peace. But if you will surrender your life to Jesus and say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, seven little words, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. The Bible says that God himself comes and be into your life and begins to lead you and guide you, direct you, encourage you, strengthen you. And that moment changes the momentum of your life. One moment when you say, I'm going to trust God with my life. He can be the leader of my life. I surrender. I repent. I need God. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. He comes in and helps you. And I know that there are people watching right now that are sensing the call of God right now to surrender their life to him. And just that simple little prayer from your heart, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And God sees your heart and he sees the confession of your mouth and you become a brand new creation in Christ. I'm going to pray. Uh, and I want to also say to everybody here that uh, if you need prayer for any reason, um, just simply email prayer at horizonchurch.ca or contact us through any of our social platforms. And we would love to pray for you. Be watching for moments of prayer uh, and just join in with you. You're not alone. Uh, we're in this together. and We're going to make it together. We're going to make it. The God of all hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you will overflow with hope through or by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hope is in low supply and high demand right now. And its source is Jesus. We look to Jesus right now. I'm going to pray. And I got one more thing to say at the end, one or two more things, and we'll be done. Lord, I thank you that as we trust in you, as we surrender our lives to you and ask you to forgive our sins and come lead our life, Lord Jesus, that everything changes in that moment. Thank you, Lord, as men and women right now are praying that prayer that they are passing from death to life. That as your word says, hey, old things pass away, behold, all things become new. They can have a new and a fresh start as they surrender their life to Jesus and say, God, lead my life. And Lord, for my friends uh, the, as well. Uh, those that follow you, Lord, I pray that you would just encourage them this morning, that the God of all hope would fill them with joy and peace as they trust in you. And Lord, right now, we just say we trust you in whatever area that we need to trust. Lord, we say that to you right now. Lord, if it's our finances, Lord, we trust you with our finances. If it's our health, Lord, we trust you with our health. If it's our marriage, we trust you with our marriage. Lord, whatever it is where we need to trust you, Lord, we do that this morning afresh and say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Just one one or two final things. Keep in touch this next week and over this next season via our social channels. Direct message us. Comment on the bottom if you need prayer or you just need to know how to connect. And the person who's on the comment section will help you with that. A prayer at horizonchurch.ca. I've already said that. And secondly, can I continue or ask you to continue to be faithful in your giving? There's needs that are coming up and we need your help. We need your partnership as well as your obedience to Jesus and being uh, generous in your giving. Uh, you can do that at horizonfam.ca, click on giving and uh, secure platform there or, or mail it in, whatever. Um, I don't want to make that the big thing, but I, I do want to just let you know that we continue to need to walk forward together. We can do more together than we can by ourselves. God bless you and may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. Have a fantastic week. God's going to be with us. It's going to be a little bumpy, but we're going to make it. We hope you enjoyed this message from Horizon Church. To find your next step, visit horizonfam.ca. Have a great week.